to another episode of Protein Ramblings. We've got a special episode in store for you today. We've got another face-off, and we've got a bit of a weird face-off. So you'll remember that I was talking in order for Naomi's birthday, which we're recording a couple of days in advance of, and the show will be released at some point afterwards. We were going to do a face-off, which was Kurt Angle versus Vladimir Lenin. Now, that's because... Naomi shares a birthday with Vladimir Lenin and I share a birthday with Kurt Angle. So we figured it made sense. So <laughs> it makes no sense at all, but just roll it. With doesn't. It doesn't. It just makes somewhere it makes sense. And but... we've got Bungle back for the episode as well, which is just a treat. Hello. Hello. I think I'm also back because uh, it happens to coincide with a, um, a certain um, non official holiday uh, that traditionally we get together and record on. You yeah. can say it in Amsterdam. Yeah. Yeah, you can say it. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not partaking in anything like that because oh, it's no. completely illegal in this country. Of course. Of course not. Why would you be? Backwards place. So, yes, uh, the episode, now full disclosure, Naomi's done all the research today because I was up all night playing fucking Stellaris. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was a fun morning of scrolling through people's Wikipedia pages. Yeah, so um, Naomi's been researching Vladimir Lenin and Kurt Angle. Ad Your FBI that. agent is going to have one hell of a fun time trying to figure out what the fuck you are up to. All writers have weird Google search histories. It's fine. It's just a, it's a known thing. Yeah. I, I wonder how many writers are on like watch lists purely for the things they search. Like, how do I dispose of a body? Yeah. How, how do I do this? Take a person to bleed out. What, what kind of poison leaves no traces? Yeah. <laughs> what is the average spread of a t- this type of shotgun? How do I raise the dead <laughs> using just chicken blood and bones? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that'd get you on a watch list. It'd be more, uh, more the um, how do I get a bomb onto a plane? I've yeah. never Googled that. I'm sure some writers have that. Yeah, yeah more than likely. When oh. making tea, is it milk first? Or milk last. <laughs> Everybody knows the answer to that bungle. There's no debate there. It's milk last. There is no debate there. There's no milk. And, uh, if, no, but if you do it the other way around, or you're having to ask, psychopath. <laughs> Norman Bates. Yeah. Norman Bates. So, as per usual with our face-off episodes, we've got six categories in... No, actually, no, I think we've got I think six. it is six, unless you added no, something. It, no, it's six. No, it's, it's six. You're including the, um, the, the heading. The, the heading. Yes, I am. <laughs> so, yeah, we've got We're not six. ranking them on their names. Vladimir Lenin wins, I think, on that. On it's just an impressive name. name, yeah. As per usual, we're using our UFC 10-point must scoring system and the categories that we will be trying to judge a winner <laughs> on, I guess, as best as we can, will be origin story, historical accomplishments, popularity, career highlights, career lowlights, and best feud? I'm proud I thought of that one. <laughs> I mean, I get it from a, uh, I definitely get it from a wrestling perspective at least, but... Um, like, I think when we go to this oh. category, I have made a solid case that Lenin had an excellent feud with Joseph Stalin. Yeah, I, I, I did a little bit of um, 20th century history for GTSE, uh, a large part of which was obviously to do with Cold War, Soviet Union stuff and things like that. Like basically it was from 1945 to present day. It uh, was the history that I studied at um, secondary school. Okay. So I have a... A little bit of knowledge about early Soviet politics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was a muddy area. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> continues to be, I believe. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it's not very muddy. It's very clear what the current Russian politics system is. Oh, and th- this episode is going to get us on a certain watch list uh, for me <laughs> saying these things. I really wish I had that Go XLR so I could be beeping myself right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the co- the American communist watch list, because I'm sure they still do that. <laughs> Oh, not that. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I'm genuinely sure they still do that. Oh, probably, yeah. But I'm, I'm expecting I'm going to be on the, the list where I get a certain type of tea that gives me polonium poisoning. <clears throat> of uh, course, that was nothing yeah, to I do mean, with We're probably going to be insulted. Like, I mean, let's be honest. Putin is an easy guy to insult. Uh, like, there's a lot there. There's a lot of material. Yeah, it's best done from a distance, though. I think history has proven. Yeah, best done from a, a very, very, very long distance. And... Um, definitely not anything to his face or in his own country yeah so i think we're safe and we're not going to be insulting putin anyway this is strictly a vladimir lenin thing that's true that's true we're just insulting his historic his country's history and hang on hang on there's nothing insulting in my notes i am reporting pure historical facts yeah to be fair that is very very true any editorial insults were not my intention. Editorial insults. <laughs> I'm, I'm just assuming that somebody is going to say something offensive at some point. 
Anyway, I think we've dilly-dallied and shilly-shallied quite a bit here, so should we... Um, Let the games begin? Let the games begin. Okay. So, round one. Ding, ding. Origin story. Okay, we start with Lenin, who was born to a middle-class family in 1870. His father worked in education, eventually earning the Order of St. Vladimir, which made him an honorary nobleman, which I think is interesting given Lenin's later political leanings and feelings about the nobility. Also, both his parents were committed monarchists, again, interesting tidbit. He was the third of eight children. His father died of a brain hemorrhage in 1886, after which Lenin became, quote, erratic and confrontational uh, and renounced his belief in God. Became... Well, I mean, we have no evidence he was erratic and confrontational before that. I mean, you know, losing your dad. That's going well, yeah. to fuck you up. He went to university in 1887, where he became radicalized, arrested, expelled, and exiled uh, in that order. He was eventually allowed to return to university, where he discovered Marxism, and the rest, as they say, is history. The mass slaughter is history. Yeah, and the, and the famines, and the bayonettings, um, and so forth. I mean, I'm sure we'll come on to that more as we progress. Now, conversely, Kurt Angle's origin, steeped in prestige, of course, <laughs> as befitting a gold freaking medal. I don't know about prestige, but it's, I mean, it's certainly very ordinary. Yeah. Uh, so he was born in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in, I put 1868, I assume I mean 1968. I don't think he's over 100 years old. He might be. I mean, he might be. I don't know, but I'm assuming. He attended Clarion University of Pennsylvania, graduated with a degree in education in 1993. He had four older brothers and a sister. Uh, his father was also killed when he was young. His father was killed in a construction accident when Angle was 16, and Angle dedicated his career and autobiography to his father. His mother died of cancer in 2015, so this is not prestigious, this is sad. Yeah. He began amateur wrestling at age seven and was a decorated athlete throughout his education years. Yeah, like he wasn't he like collegiate All-American um, amongst many other things. Yeah, I think he played a lot of other sports as well. I think he was just one of these all-round athletic types, a jock, presumably. Yeah, you know, he obviously, I mean, Bungle, you're not like a current wrestling fan, but of course you must remember Kurt from uh, the Attitude Era. Oh yeah, from the Attitude Era, yeah. You suck. Yeah. Uh, didn't he have some pretty brutal matches against um, Shane O'Mac? Uh, I mean, mm. it was the one legendary match that Pray, he had where... Threw Shane O'Mac into a real glass window. Yes, and the, um, yeah. Twice. Didn't he throw him twice? Because he didn't break the first time? It was more than yeah. twice. He was yeah. super... He, and he, he, he suplexed him multiple times into this, what was supposed to be a breakaway glass window, but turned out to be just real glass. And rather than stop, because it wasn't sugar glass, they were just like... Well, Shane was just like, no, 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 put me through the fucking glass, goddammit. So he just kept suplexing and Shane just kept landing on his fucking head. I think it takes a lot of guts to repeatedly suplex your boss's son through a real glass window. I think, it, no, I mean, when you're talking about Vince McMahon, I think it takes a lot of guts not to. <laughs> oh, I have the chance yeah. to kill his child. <laughs> I should definitely take it. Yes, finally. Triple H, <laughs> the child I always wanted. Yeah, completely. <laughs> Um, so in terms of origin stories, what do we think? I mean, I mean, I think, you know, like we say, Kurt Angles is a little bit sad and not too dissimilar to probably many, many Americans. Yeah. Whereas... Lenin's has some highs and lows. Yeah, I mean... He started getting exiled very early in his life. Yeah, I mean, if, you, if, you, if, you, if your origin story starts with exile... <laughs> Uh, Conan. <laughs> Fair point. Conan <laughs> was exiled and came back to the lamentation, 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 lamentations, the laminations of the women. <laughs> like, oh, we did the whole floor while you were away, Conan. <laughs> I was more thinking like with an office laminator. That's why I thought things as well, paper. like vacuum sealing. <laughs> what, the, the women? Yeah, just, you know, la laminate. I, I, I imagine the women are laminating things. <laughs> okay, not themselves. No, no, no. I was the lamination of the women, so, you know, just... <laughs> it's like some mass historical event, the famous lamination of the women. <laughs> uh, so I walked into a typing pool and they were just laminating all the stuff they've just typed. Laminating is fun. I mean... <laughs> You know, if you get the chance to do it, I think you should. I mean, it depends who's being laminated. Really. Well, I'm sure the women wouldn't approve. No. You can tell I'm here for a podcast. We're going off chat. I was just going to say, maybe it's some form of birth control. Oh, uh, uh, no. It, it no, it'd make more sense to laminate the penis, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, it would. Okay, maybe it's a chastity. That, uh, Laminations chastity of the penises. We've gone so far off topic already. Uh, yeah, we should probably come back. Oh, so I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> so I think for round one, at least, I think we, I think I give it to Lenin. And I think I give him, I mean, like, like we say, Kurt Angle's real, really comes into his own much later in life. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Whereas uh, Lenin kind of starts. Lenin starts strong. Starts strong and keeps 
keeps well, going. Start yeah. strong and you, then, you know. Kurt starting amateur wrestling at the age of seven. That's true. That's And that's then basically hardcore. go through, to go to a university, uh, I don't know how smart he actually is, whether he went there again on a sports scholarship. Probably. And therefore wrestled his way through university. Well, he graduated university in 1993 mm-hmm. and went on to win, well, no, that, that's the next uh, category. Yeah. But, Spoilers. Like going on to yeah, going on to do what he did later in life, like his career in both amateur and the world of professional wrestling. I say, and they are professional athletes. Whether it's it's not the wrestling that he grew up doing, mm. but it's he, he and it's like one of those um, it's that sort of the American stories that oh, he lost his father at a very young age. But he worked his way from the ground up. He is like the American dream personified. That's true. Uh, his, yeah. his father was a, what, a crane operator. Mm. So he is not, well, we say middle class for Lenin. From the sounds of it, father becoming an honorary nobleman. That's more saying to be upper middle class. Mm-hmm. Whereas uh, we've got either lower middle class or even working class for Kurt Angle's upbringing to go on to university. Yes, possibly on a sports scholarship. I don't know. But even if it was on his own merits, even again over that, coming from a lower middle class or well, I say working class family to do that, then go on to become a huge star in the world of wrestling. I'd, I'd say this is quite a cl- either a very, very close win to Lenin or maybe even a tie. Yeah, you've got Angle's rags to riches versus Lenin's riches yeah, to Lenin's dictatorship. Riches to, I completely denounce all this um, wonderful wealth I've come from, <laughs> but I do want to rule you when we're done. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, maybe it's a closer round than than I would have said. What do we think? Yeah, yeah I'm. I mean, I'm tending to air uh, towards it's still going to Lenin because his his yeah, like I, if it it's more Lenin, interesting. I'm happy with that, but it has to be a ten nine. Yeah, great. yeah. I I, I I wasn't saying it was a it was a knockout round by angle by any uh, by Lenin by any means, but I, I do. Yeah, like I say, I do think it was. He's, it's just more interesting. More than I think. I think part of that is just you know the era he grew up. It was more easier for more interesting things to happen. <laughs> it was more, yeah, though, I mean, it was very easy to get exiled. So if you consider that interesting, he definitely has a leg up there. Uh, okay, so we're moving on to round two. Right, so we're saying round one has gone to Lenin and it's a 10-9. So yeah, yes, right. on to round two. Okay, ding, ding. Historical accomplishments. So, I mean... <laughs> It's almost stupid to compare them in this respect, really. So uh, Lenin's administration laid the framework for the system of government that ruled Russia for seven decades and provided the model for later communist-led states that covered a third of the inhabited world in the mid-20th century. The October Revolution has been considered the most significant event of the 20th century. Time magazine named Lenin one of their top, one of their, one of the 100 most important people of the 20th century and one of their top 25 political icons of all time. Um, Within the Soviet Union, there was almost like a quasi-religious cult of personality around him during his lifetime. It wasn't something he necessarily wanted, but it sprang up. And after his death, it really solidified. Uh, And post-Soviet Union, Lenin is everywhere in pop culture and on TV and films, in books, fiction, nonfiction, on t-shirts. <laughs> like you, the, the image of Lenin has become, you know, like you see the Che Guevara t-shirts. Yeah. yeah Lenin yeah. is in a similar category now. I think a lot of people probably don't even really realize who he is, but they're like, that's that guy on the t-shirt. He's cool. Yeah, that's true. He, he did have an awesome beard. True. Pioneered the pointy beard, you might say. <laughs> A good look for yeah. any aspiring dictator. But not as good looking as young Stalin. No, uh, I mean, nobody young... is as good looking as young Stalin. Yeah, I was going to say, young Stalin is. Young Stalin kind of looks like uh, Davy Havoc from AFI. He's very dashing. Yeah, very, very, yeah. very. It's weird. Yeah. Like, it's, it's upsetting. <laughs> yeah, it's upsetting. <laughs> well, he's such, he such an attractive man. Yeah, and, and he does like... such. You are a thing. horrible, horrible man. Well, I mean, it's okay because he didn't stay attractive by any st- any That's stretch. True. Later life, later life, Stalin is not it attractive. All, it all caught up to him. But when he was young. What a dish. Lenin, never so much, though. No. Like, I, I, I can't imagine Lenin with hair, for example. No, I'm trying to think. I, I feel like he's probably one of those people who was born looking middle-aged. Um, and so foreign-looking, he made uh, an English landlady faint, according to one biography of High Marriage. Wow. Yeah. I remember You remember telling me, me telling you about yeah, that millions of times. Me. Yes. <laughs> okay, so that's, so, uh, that's Lenin. And then we come on to Kurt Angle, who, of course, competed in the 1996 Summer Olympics and won a gold weight in the heavyweight... A gold weight? A gold weight. A gold medal. That's a shit prize. <laughs> if that's what they gave you... All your the, work for nothing. <laughs> no, if that's what they gave you at the Olympics instead of a medal, a weight. If it's your weight in gold, then that's pretty good. That's probably fine, yeah. But just a gold Especially weight. if you're a heavyweight wrestler. 
That's true. Like 200 odd pounds of gold. You probably wouldn't say no. No, I mean, I, I definitely wouldn't say no to a, to 180 pounds of, well, I don't weigh 180 pounds. I, can, I weigh like a bug fitty, maybe. But yeah, so Kurt Angle competed in the 1996 Summer Olympic Games and won a gold medal in heavyweight wrestling with a broken freaking neck. And we will repeat that ad nauseum throughout this episode. <laughs> it is very impressive. Yeah, he did it with a broken fucking neck. Yeah. I mean, that... like when you read the details of the injury, you know, because I think he did yeah. it in, in training, I think, and then yeah, so took he... a few months off to recover. Yeah, so he he competed with two fractured cervical vertebrae, two herniated discs, and quite possibly an addiction to Vicodin. Yeah. Uh, and there's probably no quite possibly about that, because if you have Vicodin, you're addicted. Well, I mean, I think he has said that he was addicted at the time, but I don't know if it's confirmed that he said it so I didn't want to you know cast aspersions on an Olympic gold medalist well I mean it's not like you could say Vicodin is a performance enhancing drug and also I mean he was wrestling with a broken neck I think it's okay to be on on painkillers for that Um, but one thing I'll say is I've I've seen the size of that guy's neck he don't need those bones there. Latter-day neck got thicker because he worked out so much to compensate for ongoing neck yeah. issues. His, his neck in the Attitude Era is, was just ridiculous. And when he started wrestling in, uh, was it TNA, mm. when he went over there, it was just like... He has no neck. He is more neck than man. Shape, yeah. Completely yeah. different shape. Yeah, I mean, if you look at him now, he basically just doesn't have a neck at all, mm. right? He just, yeah. There is, it, He he's kind of like a thumb now. Mm. He's bald as well. Like a um, Sultaran from uh, Doctor Who. Yes, very much so, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that is a random reference I just plugged out of my head. I, it shows you how nerdy I fucking am, but I knew what you meant. I have no idea because yeah. I haven't seen it. Oh, what a shock, Naomi. I never know. saw it. <laughs> oh, like we just watched okay. never like if you want to check out the I think it's the episode that's coming out before this which is the first in the Naomi Never Saw It tri- uh, trilogy or series rather where we watched the never ending story for the first time but I do digress so back to Kurt Angle and his accomplishments not only did he win a gold medal with a broken freaking neck he also went on to have a legitimately Hall of Fame worthy, and I'm not talking the WWE Hall of Fame, I'm talking like genuine Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame, you know, the shit that matters, caliber career. He competed, as many people know him from during the Attitude Era in WWF, now WWE. And one thing that was a real standout for Kurt Angle was that when he started working for WWE, he made that transition from amateur wrestling to pro wrestling like so rapidly and adapted so well. And he had such amazing charisma and was just like absolutely fantastic. But what a lot of people don't know is alongside his accolades in um, WWF, he was also a one-time IWGP heavyweight champion for New Japan, although I don't believe it's one of the officially counted records. I think it's during the weird period they were having where Brock Lesnar... Where Brock stole the belt. ...absconded with their belt, yeah. And there was a lot of strange stuff going on. But he has technically held that belt. He also has won Best Worker of the Decade in 2010. He's won the Best Technical Wrestler Award in 2002. Like we say, he's a four-time WWF champion. And of course, as we've mentioned, he was NCAA All-American in 1990 to 1992. And he's also been in several films, including Bungle, Sharknado 2. Seen it. <laughs> Did you see him? Uh, I have vague recollections of it. We, uh, we've we probably gone on about this, and probably when Mark's gone, he's mentioned about the the amount of shark films we have watched. Yes. It's ridiculous. It's just insane. Well, he's uh, also been... There's, this, it's a terrible film. We may have to watch it and review it at some point. <laughs> Pro Wrestlers vs. Zombies, which I mm-hmm. believe has other luminaries such as Shawn Michaels... I can't remember who else is in it, but I'm pretty I sure Sean's in it. I remember seeing it in a bargain bin somewhere years ago because if we were just like, has, how is this a thing that exists? If it has Shawn Michaels in it and he doesn't sweet chin music the head of a zombie... <laughs> it's all for nothing. That film needs to go in a shredder or be set fire to. Or laminated. Oh, yeah, Feel laminate the way that forever. motherfucker. And I just want to point out as well that the accomplishments I picked are by no means all of his career accomplishments. No, he they're just that. so many awards and accolades and, you know, pro and amateur wrestling accolades again, because I can't think of another word. Like really, really an outstanding career, whichever part of his career you choose to look at. 
Oh yeah, completely. I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. He is a GOAT. He is one of the greatest of all time in both amateur and pro wrestling, but especially pro wrestling because he was not only physically gifted, but he was just a, such a performance talent. You know, he has like amazing... Comedic timing. Yeah. Comedic? Comedic. Amazing yeah. comedic timing. Able to pull off being this a great heel, a great baby face as well. Like, you know, his run in TNA is the super serious like American workhorse wrestler like fucking outstanding so this is a tricky one to actually judge because I don't think you can judge the them their accomplishments side by side directly right I no, think the way I think you have to judge them in the context of their careers yeah I mean yeah. you know it's very easy to say Kurt Angle didn't overthrow an entire system of government and put a new one into place well he wasn't trying decades, to but he wasn't trying to he was yeah. trying to be an amazing wrestler which he definitely was although Lenin Len- was very successful in overthrowing. Yeah, exactly. Lenin wasn't trying to be an amazing wrestler. He was trying I... to overthrow an entire system of government, and he did. <laughs> he did. But... I've actually been to his tomb as well. I've seen Lenin. Is, he, Is it um... creepy? Yeah. It's so fucking creepy. You're not allowed to speak in there. Oh, God, no. I had an AK point and I'd be speaking. Jesus Christ. God. I don't know wow. what you would say. I mean... Yeah, they have armed guards inside Lenin's tomb still. In case he rises. <laughs> No, no, no. It's for when he rises. There's God. Yes. That Gosh, is a film. destroy capitalism. <laughs> that is a oh, film. That's a bit from The Simpsons, I think. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The Soviet Union thought, hey, we thought you guys broke up. That was a lie. Hits a button. The sign flips over to Soviet Union. All the flags it's appear. It's like Mickey Mouse parade. Turns into like nukes on a rocking track. And Lenin rises from his tomb. That is a film that needs to happen. Just remake The Mummy, but change it With to... With Lenin. Lenin. The Lenin. The Lenin. The Lenin. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they tried to do the same thing with Stalin. Can imagine less support for um, that. Yeah, uh, the it, the guy who did Lenin, I think he possibly died. Very convenient. Uh, and basically, the guy who took over from basically his apprentice wasn't as good. And uh, yeah, but I'm sure I've read some of that. It's not actually Lenin's head that's in Lenin's tomb anymore. It's now a hmm. wax replica. Okay, yeah. Um, I you say, can't... like, it's somebody else's head. It was never Lenny. No, no, no. It's <laughs> Lenin, Lenin's yeah. on the same island with Tupac and... Uh, or it's going to be the thing like... Biggie. Um, Biggie. Like Vlad Tepesh's tomb where nobody knows the real location and some people say his head's in there and some people say it's not and it's just a big old mess. I didn't know about that. Yeah, there you go. There's your interesting Vlad, other Vlad fact. Again, he's on the island with Tupac. Just that was... Up. This week's episode of Vlad Facts. <laughs> Tune in next week for more. <laughs> Can you imagine the island that's got Elvis, Tupac, Biggie, Lennon, and Vlad the Impaler on it. What would they talk about? Nothing. They would have divided up the island and they would avoid each other as much as possible, I think. Yeah. So I have a proposal for this round. Yeah. Because I think they are both outstanding in their fields, even if we don't agree with their fields. I think it's a draw. No, I'd agree with the draw. Yeah, I'm probably... They're both in their field. Like like, like you say, the, the cult of Lenin is still very much alive. I mean, the entire... The weirdest thing is, I mean, my ex-wife was half Russian. I went out there to meet her family. Mm-hmm. Her grandfather served in the Great Patriotic War of... Um, when, when did the um, Soviets join? When did um, Germany break the Warsaw Pact? Oh, God, I can't remember off the top of my head. But some point in history. The Warsaw Pact. It was um, the Warsaw Pact. The... Are you on about the... Uh, the would it be the Treaty of Versailles? No, that was... No, no, no. It was, the, um, it was basically what was basically destroyed with um, Operation Barbarossa. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're it was, it was called the, the Pact of Non-Aggression or something like that? Yeah, I should... Uh, yeah. The um yeah that, I should, that sounds like I it. should know um because we've got I've got a colleague who I work with who is Russian and one of the things we've been doing in our team meetings during lockdown is uh, people have been giving presentations on their home countries because we've got like twenty eight or something different nationalities in our team and of course no one wants to hear the fuck about England it's like yes we conquered you all sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, um, sorry. Like, sorry about the whole colonial thing. We gave it back eventually. We might have taken a lot <laughs> Apart of from the Falklands. natural resources. We need that. We need the Falklands. We need that. Yeah. Come in handy one day. Yeah. We need a teeny tiny little island. Like the, like the Dutch still need St. Martins or half of St. Martins because France, France, France need the other half. You just never know. So yeah, I, 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 would, ag- I would agree with your both, your, both of your sentiments uh, in regards to... Being a draw? Yes. Yes, definitely. I would agree, I would agree to that. Mm. Yeah. So that means it is a ten ten. Don't get many draws. Indeed. Yeah, that's okay. uh, almost cow. Uh, that you know, cowboy time. Cowboy time. Yeah. Ten, ten to ten. ten. Oh, okay. Oh, there's going to be some, some, M&A, some M- 
MMA reference. But... No, no, it's it's just the daddest of dad jokes. Okay, so shall we move on to round three? Yes. So round three is popularity. Ding, ding. You don't need to do the ding, ding for every round. But I mean, it's up to you. But I've started now. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be weird if it's stopped. Well, you want to sample it and then just press a button on the um, Procast. Yeah. Yeah, I could do. Okay. Or get an actual bell sound. I, I'll use that. I'll just use the, uh, the, use the, the drum roll. Use the spooky noise. Yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do. Okay. <laughs> That's probably more appropriate, actually. So um, we've we talked about the the cult of personality that formed around Lenin, but he is a polarizing figure even within Russia. Some places where he lived or stayed have been converted into museums. Regions and cities were named after him. They established the Order of Lenin, which was one of the country's highest decorations. Uh, all of this was contrary to his own desires. Didn't want this. His wife was very critical of it after his death. Yep. Uh, after Stalin's death and during de-Stalinization, Soviet leaders kind of made a return back to Leninism because it was obviously seen as, you know, the lesser of two evils. But outside of Russia, in places like Ukraine, particularly during the 2013-2014 protests in Ukraine, thousands of Lenin statues were damaged or destroyed because they're seen as symbols of Russian imperialism. Not the one in England. <laughs> We'd lo- England loved Lenin. Yeah, there's... It, it really, like, during the, the First World War, um, and actually in the Second World War as well, there was a lot of worry in England about being critical of Russian leaders, of Lenin and Stalin, because they were very popular amongst the English public. Yep, we're just dirty... See, the, the, the Americans are right. We're, ju- we're just dirty communists. But it's we're not, though, that's the thing. <laughs> no, we're not. We're like, <laughs> you really would have thought right-wing. we'd have been calling for a return to the imperial family. It'd be like, like, fuck it, dig up a Romanov, even a fake one. <laughs> but no, they were kind of like, you know what? We really like what Stalin is doing and, and we're really for it. Just talking about dead... We dig up mo- a fake one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the, that's for another podcast. Yeah. There were plenty of people who claimed to be Romanovs. <laughs> I'm just talking about dead royalty. Obviously, we're recording this not long after the death of Prince Philip and it made, it just brought, like, I can't remember if it was actually you who posted it. Someone posted a meme on Facebook, which was the scene from Shaun of the Dead where he's like, Mom, it's Philip he's gone and she's like no he's not he's there and then it cuts to a, uh, the next panel is like oh, him in the Prince Philip in yeah, the back of a car <laughs> just looking like a fucking corpse yeah. uh, I don't know if, I don't know if that was me I think it might have been one of our mutual friends I've seen so in, many Prince Philip memes in the past two memes. weeks one of my so my boss at work apologised he was like oh I'm really sorry to hear about Prince Philip I was like why <laughs> Yeah. My mum was very upset. She was she was messaging me, being like, "It's so sad. I feel so bad for the Queen and all this kind of thing." Like, I'm I, I'm pretty sure she's like, "Oh, for fuck's sake! Thank Christ, I don't have to go around apologising for him all the time now." <laughs> anyway, it's like we know if we want to be racist, we do it in private, and then we like just the wait rest for of the royal family. <laughs> And then so, just wait for someone to go on Oprah. Anyway, to conclude, yes. I think a so, polarizing figure, Lenin. A polarizing fi- figure, but popular in very, very odd places. Like you say, you know, be, the fact that there is, I don't know where, I need, we should have looked that up. I don't know where in England it is, but there is a statue of Lenin somewhere in England. Bungle's busy uh, Googling some Google foo. While Hopefully Googling the statue of Lenin and nothing to do with Prince Philip memes. I mean, either or is is fine, but uh, <laughs> so let's come on to talking Kurt Angle. So Angle is obviously, as we've alluded to before, incredibly popular in the pro in the pro wrestling world. Go ahead, Bungle. It is a bust of Lenin in Islington. Islington, <laughs> probably one of the places he lived when he was in exile. Yeah, it's very possible. There's one in Seattle, <laughs> in the US. <laughs> I that's shocking. I'm like McCarthyism no, failed. It's, it, it's Seattle. Well, yeah, yeah. It's not that shocking. lefty liberal. Yeah. yeah, I guess it's 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 a nice stark contrast to all the they Confederate generals. He gets decorated on special occasions uh, with festive lights, occasionally drag, or just fancy dress. Oh, Lenin would have hated that. Lenin in drag would be amazing. Oh, well, there's there's one on in Antarctica as well. Sorry, I found a list of uh, <laughs> five Lenin statues in unexpected places. That is an unexpected place for anything, yeah. really, yes, but especially a statue so. of Lenin. December 1958. <laughs> Responded. <laughs> Do you know what would be great makeup to put on the bust of Lenin because he had the beard for it is uh, Ming the Merciless from Flash Gordon, like from the cartoon, you know, like green face paint. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, no, even just doing like the um, in the film, just giving the, the whole dre- the whole garb with a massive big disc yeah, behind his head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. I think it would have been too fancy for him. I think he would have decried such things and just been like, no, no, give me a burlap sack and that is all I need. I I conquered Russia with this burlap sack. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, as I was saying, back to Kurt Angle and his popularity. He was infinitely popular in wrestling, still remains a very popular figure to this day. His tenure in 
WWF, obviously, is where he gained, or WWE now, uh, is where he gained his popularity. He came in as an amazing heel, uh, was very strongly booked from the get-go with his um, his gimmick of the three eyes, intelligence, integrity, and... Intensity. Intensity. I wanted to say independence, because, <laughs> you know, America. But yes. A strong, independent man. Yeah, he had some fantastic stuff. Like, some of the best work of his entire career is after Austin turned heel. Uh, Kurt Angle and McMahon are aligned with Austin, and Angle is just the comic foil to Austin and McMahon. There's the amazing, I mean, you can probably look it up on YouTube, the Jimmy Carrack corn skit from an episode of SmackDown, <laughs> where he nearly makes Austin and McMahon break on camera. He's wearing this tiny little... <laughs> we'll find the video put it in the show notes I think. if I can I yeah it's just something you can describe I think you have to experience yeah, oh, it but it's just like he, it, like he just starts playing Jimmy Crack Corn on this uh, this this acoustic guitar and like <laughs> I remember like like uh, Angle saying you just had to leave <laughs> just like I'm gonna die <laughs> Yeah, uh, so he went on, became incredibly popular in WWF, eventually left, went to TNA, was arguably one of the main drivers behind the limited success that TNA did have. He definitely attracted a following there. And some might even argue that he had some of the best matches of his career in TNA, was beloved by the fans there. Eventually retired, well, yeah, retired and left TNA and was kind of gone from the wrestling scene for a little while and then came back to WWE a few years ago to be inducted into their Hall of Fame, at which point he returned, had a few more matches and was beloved, even though he didn't have the quite the same work rate that he once did. People still just love to see him. As we've kind of alluded to earlier in the show, he's, his uh, entrance theme that when he was originally heel, everyone would just chant, you suck, you suck, you suck to him. And it, he became so beloved that, that that you suck thing was more of a... It's more of a, a, a gesture of affection in the end, wasn't it? You yeah, know, it, completely. Because it was, it was part of the Kurt Angle package, really, was that music with that chant. And I think he himself even acknowledged that. You know, you would see him in his later WWE run kind of encouraging the chants when he came out to the ring because he, he understood that it was this sign of affection now rather than the, the insult. Yeah, so I think... Overall, in popularity, Lenin was polarizing. There were people that were obviously very passionate about Lenin and they, you know, people around the world were passionate about Lenin. But you can meet people, there are people out there who would rightly say, no, Lenin, fuck Lenin, fuck Lenin. I don't think you would meet anyone in the world that would say, fuck Kurt Angle, I hate Kurt Angle, apart from maybe, no, he's even on good terms with his ex-wife who's married to Jeff yeah, Jarrett. Well, I think, yeah, in, in the wrestling sphere, Kurt Angle is rightly regarded as a legend. Well, even outside of wrestling, have you ever heard of like a truly bad thing that Kurt Angle is, like anyone ever really said, oh, Kurt Angle was a dickhead to me? And no, but, I don't think so. And also I think there's a degree to which anyone who has successfully competed at the Olympics is regarded as, you know, a step above the rest of us, particularly in America. So... Yeah, well, I mean, you know, sports ball. Exactly. He was good at the sports. And that's... That, that that's all that matters. Yeah. yeah. So I actually think, to me, Kurt Angle wins this one because it's... There's no one to count... There's no one to counteract... Counteract? Counterbalance his popularity. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed? Mm-hmm. So I think because of that fact, I'm actually going to give this one a 10-8. Although, I don't know, actually, because if you've got busts of yourself around the world, I, I, you know, that's a degree of popularity that few of us can aspire to. Someone has taken the time to put a statue of you in Antarctica. Well, it was done by Soviet scientists in 1958 to react to the Americans' um, research station. <laughs> okay, but still. Still, there is a bust <laughs> They have to go out of their way for it. You're going to put a station. Here's a bust of Lenin, fuckers. <laughs> well, it's not like anyone's gone up there and put a bust of Abraham Lincoln to counteract it, right? Yeah. I hope they put it right outside the research station's window. So every time they looked out, they just saw Lenin. Just in front of the door, so every time they tried to open it, if they push, bang, <laughs> bastards. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, so Go for the wrong door. So on that note, let's, let's, let it, I think it's a 10-9 to Kurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so then we come on to the next category, which are career highlights. Ding, ding. So, I mean, I think it's very simple. I'm going to keep <laughs> was, doing it. I'm that sorry. Was, that, that, was, <laughs> sorry. That, was, that was so suggestive. Like, ding, ding. 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 <laughs> 
I love did. career highlights. I love um, overthrowing the provisional government of Russia, which I think is Lenin's career highlight. Um, I mean, obviously he had a very long and storied political career, but th- that's the big one. You know, that was the gateway to everything else he ever did whilst in power. Yeah, I wonder what else you could argue was a highlight of his overall career. I mean, I think he would probably be able to name lots of things for you, but I think a lot of the things that he achieved were not necessarily great for the people. No, well, I know. There, there was technically two revolutions going on in Russia at the same time, wasn't mm. it, with the rise of Lenin? Yeah, yeah. There, I mean, there was a lot. Of, there was also a lot of factional infighting in the yeah. even within, within the communist parties. You had the Bolsheviks and the Mensheviks, and you know, they yeah. had different ideas of how things should be done. You had imperialists. Was it, was it the White Guard? The White Army? No, there was there was a lot going on in 1917. Yeah, it was a, um, it was a mess. crazy, crazy time. Yeah, I mean, a lot of Russian history is kind of a mess. That's why it's fascinating. I would say all yeah. of Russian history is a mess. <laughs> I can't, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but I think there's the quote about and then it got worse in in application yeah. to Russian history. Oh yeah, I I am actually going to watch the the death of Stalin again. This will be my third mm-hmm. watching through of it. I earlier today I just thought I saw um, a clip of I think John Isaacs in something. Uh, Jason Isaacs even. Be- he's best as Field Marshal Zhukov. And I was just like, I told him this. I was just like, yeah, he's good in that. But and then just found a um, collection of the best of um, Z- well, <laughs> best of Zhukov. <laughs> Uh, from Death of Stalin, and some of them are just brilliant. Just like mm-hmm. that, a look on your face. <laughs> Motherfucking, sorry about that, guys. I forgot to turn off notifications, and I think you'll have just got a bidding from my uh, uh, from my computer. Facebook? Yeah, from my computer. It's fine. This is the real oh. world. It's messy, like Russia. If it means anything, I didn't hear it, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hopefully... I was distracted by cats. Actually, you might not have heard it. But now we all know it happened. Um, so yeah, so I, I think I, there's a lot of other stuff that Lenin did, but I think in terms of none of that happens without the overthrow of the provisional government, the, without the October Revolution. So that's Lenin's career highlight for me. Yeah, and then we come on to Kurt winning an Olympic gold medal of with a bre- broken freaking neck. Of course, that's going to be a career highlight. Whoever the fuck you are, and then being in the wrestling hall, as I added this myself, being in the wrestling observer hall of fame as opposed to the WWE one because. The WWE one has fucking Trump in it. So, you know, how much weight can you really give that? It's a low bar. Lenin could probably have gone in. I mean, I'm surprised he's is. not. <laughs> I'm just going to add him in one day because they've run out of other people. Yeah. <laughs> eventually everyone's going to be in there. So, yeah, I think this, again, is a highly subjective one. I think overall, if you look at Kurt Angle's career as a whole, I think he's got more highlights, you know, his... Matches with Brock Lesnar, his championship runs, work with Steve Austin, being such an instrumental part of early stage TNA and yeah, latter stage we can, TNA. Um, we can also all, all agree without question that winning a gold medal is a massive accomplishment. I think there would maybe be some disagreements as to whether overthrowing the government of an entire country is as good a thing to do. In fact, the American government does it like on a weekly basis. But is it good? No. Well, I mean, if you're using America as the benchmark for anything, no. Sorry, I'm joking. I, I am, of course, joking. Kind of. It's alienated all our American listeners. Which is the majority of our listener base, and I do apologize. I'm only joking. It's not you, it's the Republicans and the CIA. Yeah. Oh, yeah, especially the CIA doing it behind closed doors, shall we say, and uh, putting in people more agreeable. Isn't that just the CIA, like, hobby pastime? Oh, we're bored, let's overthrow some small government somewhere and There's install a puppet. And let's give people LSD and not tell them. Yeah, and let's also um, start bringing cocaine in from um, Colombia, trading guns to them for cocaine, uh, to then introduce crack to inner cities to do away with the other menace, as they referred to it <laughs> back then. And it's just like, oh, yeah, so the racism racism really runs deep there so what we're actually saying is maybe lenin is okay well in comparison um, in context <laughs> in in comparison to that and also in comparison to who um well, su- succeeded him yeah 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 that's fair he was definitely a nicer person uh i have actually met <laughs> again like i say when i was in russia meeting my ex ex's family her grandfather was actually a big fan of stalin oh dear yeah he was of working class, uh, served in the Red Army driving a tank. And obviously from that, and yeah, because after the war, a lot, pretty much all of the surviving soldiers were given flats 
in major cities like St. Petersburg or Moscow. And they'd still lived in the same flat that they got post the war, uh, which they didn't have to pay any bills for. Okay. Nice. Yeah, but, I would see uh, he also would have um, annual health checks at a veteran's hospital, which admittedly was about two hours public transport to get to, uh, which was um, two metro trains and a bus. Oh, brutal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get pissy if I have to get like the metro five minutes down the road. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it was um interesting to go out there because that's where I met him was in this veterans hospital. He was the only one in the room he was in of the patriotic war. The rest were from like um, well, Chechnya, <laughs> Afghanistan, and stuff like that. And it's just like oh, and they all just started showing off their scars they received. <laughs> oh, lovely! I I, yeah. I do like a good scar off. <laughs> Her granddad ultimately won as um, well, the ex's mother stopped him removing his trousers to show the um, scar where a piece of his tank still resides. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah. yeah. It's going to make life uncomfortable. So, given all the uh, the, the Russian battle scars <laughs> and context. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, nice diversion. Overall, I think, yes, Lenin's accomplishments were on a grander scale. But again, I think we come back to that argument of does everyone see what he did as an accomplishment? So let's 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 take their own personal thoughts out of this and look at it from an objective outside perspective. Do we see what they did as an accomplishment or a terrible fucking action against the the the, the rights of human beings? Yeah, I, think, I mean, I think if you're going to put it like that, then obviously you go angle with. Yeah, you, well, I mean, I was about to say no one ever got hurt in wrestling. But that's the <laughs> biggest lie ever. Everybody gets hurt in wrestling. You can't even say nobody ever got deliberately hurt in wrestling. Yes, exactly. Can't say nobody ever. Well, nobody ever died. Nobody was ever sent to a gulag in wrestling. That's true. Uh, well, I uh, mean, gulags were more under Stalin than yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there are a few sort of work camps. Yeah, but they weren't. They weren't as quite numerous on that scale. and well yeah. populated as they were in the Stalin era, and what? they weren't random death islands. No, uh, but I think the uh, no food. ultimately winning a gold medal is something we can all appreciate. Um, yeah. I don't think that's quite true of some of. Lenin's accomplishments. Yeah, I think even if you ask, like, you know, there are Russians and there are people that love Lenin, but I think even if you ask certain people there, they're going to, there are people, there are always going to be people that object to Lenin, right? Whereas Angle, again, beloved national treasure and wrestling treasure. Yeah, I think this one goes to Angle. I think it goes to Angle. But again, because of the scale of Lenin's accomplishments, I think this one, again, is a 10-9 for Angle. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not as numerous of accomplishments. And again, like you say, not everyone will see it as that. But my God. Yeah, I mean, he left his mark on the world. That cannot <laughs> be denied. Yeah, I mean, um, obviously the English, we understand um, monarchies can get tumbled quite frequently, usually with... Um, <laughs> usually with someone fucking the wrong person. Usually by the next monarch. Yeah, or occasionally, even just um, by um, the colonials. Yeah. Uh, all the indigenous people wanting their freedom again. Or, you know, just um, so, just one rich nobleman going, fuck it, I want to be king for yeah. a while. My, my great uncle three times removed was related to a king once. That means I'm basically a king. I'm going to go and yep. be king. That's English succession in the Middle Ages, basically. Pretty much. Yeah, or the Stuarts. I'm the Scottish king. <laughs> and you want a Scottish king now? Who doesn't want a Scottish come and king? Persecute some would, witches. I mean, would you say no to Drew McIntyre being your king? No, I think that'd be fine. I think he'd do a good job. I mean, he can't do any. He can't do a worse job, right? There's not much to the job, really, is there? Yeah. Apart from appearing at functions and shaking hands, I think he could do I that. I don't know. Like yeah. all credit to the Queen, she did get uh, through clever manipulation of the Commonwealth leader. She got Margaret Thatcher to uh, oppose apartheid. So yeah, but I think Drew McIntyre could have done that as well, given the opportunity. He'd have just given the uh, South African leader a claymore. Yeah. Saucy wink here or there, done the job. So, um, second to last round now, career lowlights. Yeah, so um, there there were a Uh, lot for Lenin. With these lowlights, are we scoring it as in the person who has the worst... So low light gets the highest score or gets the lowest score. Yeah, we've debated this one a few times. I think the it's whoever has the least worst low lights. That's yeah. a terrible sentence, <laughs> isn't it? But whoever whoever fucked okay, like whoever fucked up less. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, for Lenin, I, I just picked a couple, but they're big ones. So you had the persecution of Kulaks in nineteen eighteen. Um, and his general method of relying on terror and violence to ensure the success of the revolution 
but being careful to distance himself from that terror and violence, which I think, you know, if you're going to, you've you got to walk the walk, right? Yeah. Fuck, even Hitler got arrested for the uh, Munich Bush. Yeah, but... exactly. <laughs> I mean, Lenin, again, did get exiled a lot, but he, you know, he was always very careful that no direct orders of, of mass violence could be tied back to him. Yeah, he um, was. But he, he was, did push the rhetoric, you know? He was a shrewd maneuverer. He was, indeed. Whereas, obviously, Kurt Angle has, like, as much as we've, uh, we've adulated over Kurt Angle throughout this episode, it's, he did have his own set of lowlights. So there were always there was steroid allegations that followed him throughout his career, but I, which he has always denied throughout his career as well. That being said, he has admitted to drug usage, painkillers, that that kind of ill. That's largely one of the reasons that he left WWE because he was in just a really shit state after working through some basically the wrestler story. Lots of injuries pile up. Keep taking painkillers so you can keep working because you don't get paid if you don't work. Because fucking wrestling's a barbaric industry at times. Interestingly enough, there was a thing that you were telling me earlier today. The reason he remained, even despite all this, the reason he remained employed during all his down, like, bad periods in TNA was because Dixie Carter was like, I'd rather have you under contract so I know where you are so I can keep an eye on you and make sure you're okay than just send you off in the wild to self-destruct. Yeah, exactly. She was of the opinion that it was more likely he could be helped through this dark period if he was gainfully employed and people were keeping an eye on him, which I think is probably a, a good assumption. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on the environment of the locker room because you could argue that maybe that wouldn't be the case in, like, a 1980s WWE locker room is probably not a good environment for someone with drug issues. Mm -hmm. You mean where one where Vince McMahon is definitely not wink wink giving you steroids to take <laughs> wink wink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and just general drug use isn't rampant across the board anyway. So, oh, wasn't there the um, Jake the Snake doing crack? Yeah, I mean, let's be honest, a lot of wrestlers have had their issues. Oh, yeah. But uh, again, he's also uh, had stalking accusations. Now, I don't really know much about this. So this was after his divorce from his first wife, his, his this girlfriend. This was time? married to Jeff Jarrett now? Yes, Karen okay. Jarrett. But after their Which divorce. She's a Karen for a start. Yeah, Karen Jarrett. It's a... It's not a great mouthfeel. She's probably lovely. But after their divorce, and I think probably during the height of some of his drinking and, and, and addiction problems, uh, his partner at the time, I think she had a restraining order against him or a no contact order or something. No charges were pressed in the end because the two of them kind of mutually agreed that they would go their separate ways and he was trying to work on getting clean. But there was a stalking allegation made. Okay. Uh, I never knew that. I did know about the drunk driving incident because what wrestler hasn't been done for drunk driving, really? Apart from like CM Punk and the uh, the the straight edge what straight edge society well no i just meant straight edge wrestlers in general not okay. his faction because <laughs> I, I think two of them were not really straight edge. <laughs> no no i meant actually just wrestlers who are straight edge yeah so despite him doing some of his arguably best work in the company i still think working for tna is a career low like for anybody i don't know i mean i think it depends what part of tna history you're looking at because there was I a mean, time when okay they never he worked there during the russo times he never they were never going to rise to the levels of a wwe or even an aew right he now he was there they, they had an amazing close, roster and wwe would have just pulled them out yeah. Well, the thing is, he had he worked there during Vince Russo era. He worked there when Bischoff and Hogan returned. He he was there during the time where they had the blindfold cage match. But he personally was still. I mean, yes, okay. He personally was still doing great work throughout. Yes, all he that. was, but he was still working for TNA. Mm. Uh, like you know, whatever you want to say, like there has been some amazing things that have come out of TNA. But I think we can all still agree TNA in that era of incarnation is one of kind of taken as a whole is an abomination of wrestling uh, TNA have one of the hardies they have they both have of them they have both the hardies they've had both the hardies they, had they had the, the broken hardy so yeah matt hardy yeah. yeah that's where the broken hardy thing started i think yeah like i say but that was actually impact not tna oh yes <laughs> that, that and tna has been tna global force wrestling gw like yeah gfw um it's been a lot of things been a rocky ride but, but I don't think being in TNA is as bad as persecuting an entire class of people. I'd ask Vincent Verhey that and see what he says. <laughs> I think I think he would be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, I mean, okay, so the, working for TNA, TNA is a subjective low light, then, should we say? Should we agree? I think you, yeah, I think you can pick out some good things that happened during his run at TNA. But it's um, still TNA. It's difficult to pick out the good things that happened during 
the persecution of the Kulaks, for example. <laughs> yeah, I think this is actually a knockout round for Kurt Angle. Mm. Like, he never killed anyone. That we know of. That we yeah. <laughs> Although, actually, <laughs> actually, another, like, there is two other Kurila lights which we've missed in there, which are actually pretty big in the grand scheme of things. His career ended on a low light because it ended with a match against Baron fucking Corbin. That's true. Widely regarded as a bad move, yeah. Bad move, bad match. And also, the Jason Jordan is his long lost son angle. Oh, actually, I've thought of another one. When he, he got legitimately choked out or tapped out by Daniel Pewter. Daniel Pewter. Mm. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, and they had to fake it. They had to fake it in his pain. So, uh, backstory on that is the before NXT, they did this series called Tough Enough where they were trying to find new wrestlers and they had to go through like a boot camp thing to see if they were tough enough to be wrestlers. And one of the guys in there, Daniel Pewter, had a legit mixed martial arts background, like not like to a really high level, but he was trained in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And he was in there with the, for a, like a kind of semi-shoot match with Kurt Angle and he got him into a Kimura and he was legitimately good, like Kurt would have had to tap and they managed to work it so it looked like Angle pinned him and or whatnot and yeah so he nearly got tapped out by an amateur so that's 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 a pretty low light so actually i don't know maybe this maybe is not a knockout, draw but i i don't know i, I think kurt wins i think objectively I get, I get, yeah. again let's, kurt's career has again let's consisted of fewer shitty things let's let's frame this in the context of their careers and not okay well if you're gonna do that lenin believed that what he did was absolutely necessary to ensure the revolution succeeded he believed that you know certain classes had to be taken down in order for other classes to rise up and succeed and he believed that what he was doing would inspire other countries other classes you know workers to follow you could also make an argument that 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 belief is not wholly incorrect because look at the inequality in the world today and the hoarding of wealth by the upper that's completely classes. true but then when you look at communism in the 20th century and the countries that fell under communism post-world war ii yeah it's not great it was a pretty shitty time for everyone involved yeah i agree so you know i, I mean part of this is because people misinterpreted Marxism, but we won't get into that. No. So, I mean, I think it's a difficult one, this, because they've both had some pretty bad lowlights in the context of their careers. Again, like we say, as far as we know, Angles never killed thousands of people or had thousands. <laughs> we know if he killed thousands. <laughs> it's hard to cover up more than like five murders, I would assume. I'd say it's hard to cover up five. <laughs> It just depends how determined you are, really. Is there I, something you've not been telling me? It's writing research. I'm a writer. I think I, if, I think this is a draw. Let's move on. I think if, this is a draw. If I if I if I end up dead, Naomi haven't killed did anybody. It. Naomi did. I haven't it. killed anybody. Bungle, if you don't hear from me ever again, you know who the vi- who the victim is. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely know who the victim is. But you won't know who the murderer is because I no. haven't killed anybody. No, and she'll come out with a book, Ella OJ. If I did it, how I. <laughs> If I dissolved him in acid, <laughs> a fable. <laughs> if I chopped him up and fed him to pigs. <laughs> and that brings, oh, thank you for the reference to my my music track, DMB movie, which I'll post on the website maybe, which has got a fantastic sample in that, which is uh, he feeds the pigs dead people and then he eats the pigs. <laughs> <laughs> Always you can murder somebody should you need to. And feed them to pigs. And on that note, I think it's a draw for this round. What do you reckon, Bong? What's your opinion? Oof. So being someone who has been I mean, to Russia and again, seen it into, the, the, the fallout firsthand. Well, I mean, again, putting it into the scale of their arena, it's like, it's not like when, when our last of these comparisons, when it was two of the bad guys from 80s cartoons. Yeah, I mean, that was, that's all. It's like this guy was a uh, the first communist leader of uh, the Soviet Union. This guy was an amateur and professional wrestler. Yeah, we never said this was going <laughs> to make sense. Yeah, in fact, I think we were pretty adamant that it wouldn't. Yeah, we knew it wouldn't make sense. Um, we did it anyway, damn it. Um, <laughs> we didn't stop to think about whether we should. Uh, <laughs> so, in that context, draw. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a draw. Um, yeah, I'd say it's a draw because it's like if you're going to take over a place, like you can't make an omelet without cracking some eggs. Go big um, or go home. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's like I mean, you look at any any point where anyone's overthrown someone, you've always had like the English Civil War. What happened there? Oh, it was a massive civil war. They chopped the head off of the um, the king, King Charles I, mm-hmm. and then we had um, Oliver Cromwell uh, sitting on the um, well sitting in parliament i guess yeah very very specifically not sitting on the throne i think yeah we had a very short period without a monarch no christmas uh, and then like uh, we had the um monarchy reformation with uh, charles the second everybody wanted christmas back sorry yeah, like, 
I'm just a, a, quite a, a slight non sequitur to call back to my mention of that sample in my track because you were talking about British monarchy for some reason David Cameron came into my head and the line <laughs> speaking of pigs yeah and the line he feeds dead people to the pigs and then he fucks the pigs <laughs> okay why have you done this sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm leaving that in I thought it was funny damn it <laughs> someone had to <laughs> you so I, I, I knew someone would say something offensive <laughs> Yeah. I just didn't think it would be about David Cameron, but maybe yeah, in retrospect, I should have known. Yeah. So, yeah, that, I think, again, like we say, that's a 10-10 career lowlights. So this one, I can't believe you actually managed to come up with something good for this. Final category, category seven, round seven. Ding, ding. You didn't do it for two. Oh, I know. You want me to do an extra one now so you can retroactively. So I, I'll, I'll just cut this one out and go back and insert it. Ding, ding. 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 There you go. Ding, dong. <laughs> Anyway, this is best feud. I think it makes no, I do think it makes sense. Okay. I do think it makes sense because state your case. I think famously Lenin feuded with Stalin. This is true. So um in his later years, Lenin was in very failing health and he was kind of looking to the future. He recommended that Stalin be removed from the position of general secretary of the Communist Party because he thought he was ill-suited to the position. Stalin, in the meantime, was going about cultivating an image of himself as being a, a close confidant and an intimate friend of Lenin and painting himself as Lenin's natural successor uh, and a deserving successor, which obviously Lenin didn't agree with. There's also the, this lovely historical note that Stalin yelled at Lenin's wife on a phone call um, and Lenin then wrote him an angry letter. <laughs> I should do. I, I love that. Like, I just, it's like, oh, no, no, I'll kill hundreds of people, but I'll just write him. Well, it's just, letter. you know, we don't have to think about this anymore, because if you get angry with someone, you go out and you write like a weird Facebook post or you subtweet about them. But <laughs> back then you were like, I am brimming with rage and I am going to write a letter. I'm going to sit down, take out my paper, take out my pen, write down my feelings, post them to you. You don't have the satisfaction of knowing how that person responded. <laughs> History does not record whether Stalin read this letter or cared. But I think there was, there was a lot of animosity between the two in Lenin's later years. And obviously, we know that after Lenin died, Stalin did position himself as leader of the party and went on to go even harder on, on everything. Imagine how different the world could have been if it was Trotsky instead of Stalin. Well, I mean, Lenin wanted Trotsky to take the position in the first place, yeah. you know, when... That's um, why Stalin had Trotsky kill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Trotsky would have been a very interesting, different choice. He was um, a good talker. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he'd have been good in pro wrestling. <laughs> I guess we'll never know, sadly. He'd got a nice pick to the brain. I mean, like, he, he could have been a better Ivan Koloff. Quite possibly. He could, yeah. And who knows? In, in that rich history of foreign heels, he would have been a genuine foreign heel. Yeah. So there's that. So now we come on to best feud for Kurt Angle. Now, you've put in here that uh, obviously he won Feud of the Year three times for rivals, rivalries with Triple H, Brock Lesnar, and Samoa Joe. But for your money, it's his rivalry with Trips. I think so, yeah. I think you, you could probably say the quality of matches with Brock Lesnar and Samoa Joe are better. Yes. But that storyline, that love triangle with Stephanie McMahon and Triple H, I think people still remember that. They still talk about it as a highlight of the Attitude Era. Yeah, but they also th they also talk about it as the, the, the culmination of that feud is one of the things that killed the fucking Attitude Era. Agreed, but I think the body of the feud still holds up really well. Yeah, I mean, I do agree that that, that love triangle's storyline that led through that feud was fucking fantastic. And I think they were just good foils for each other at the time, yeah, Triple H totally. and, and Kurt Angle. Um, yeah, like I said, I think probably he's had better matches with other wrestlers. Like, we know he's had amazing matches with Brock Lesnar. That's kind of what they do together. Yeah, yeah. Even if Brock does do a uh, shooting star press and nearly break his own fucking neck. Well, can't win a wrestling match without breaking a few necks. Or a gold medal. Again, though, <laughs> Brock's one of those people whose neck is so gigantic. The bones aren't even doing anything. They're being held apart by the muscles. That's true. I don't think Brock has ever had any serious injuries, has he? I mean, no, he's I had mean, illness, but... Yeah, because, like, if, like, it, like, you know, I was going to say, like, the ground would not dare pick a fight with Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah, you, if you stab Brock Lesnar, the knife just bends and then snaps and stabs you back. <laughs> no, if you go to stab Brock Lesnar, the knife runs away scared. Yeah. As, as do you, I would imagine. I can't imagine what would possess someone to try and stab Brock Lesnar. Like, Brock Lesnar rips your arm off and then stabs you with a knife holding it in your hand. <laughs> so, I mean, like, the feud with Stalin obviously culminated, lasted a while, and it culminated in... Well, it culminated in Lenin's death yeah. and Stalin taking the reins and just making everything much worse. You can argue that, you know, if you're going to... He feuded to the death. Yeah, that's pretty extreme. That's a, that's a pretty intense feud, and... 
having one epic, epic feud to the death versus several... Because like we can look at this outside of the context of wrestling and just feuds. This guy's a feuder with everybody, you know? He's, he's a fair-weather feuder. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, so I mean, Lenin had a nemesis, you know? Yeah. Having a nemesis is quite special. It's also an IRL nemesis compared to this is storyline feud. That's true. <laughs> That's true. And I think I think because it was a, a legitimate blood feud nemesis, like real life hate each other, I think that gives it extra weight and extra points as much as there was entertainment and fun in the feuds that Kurt Angle had. And they, they put it all came from a writer's room. It all came from a writer's room. I don't think you can genuinely I don't think you can counterbalance genuine venosity. No, what's the Vemons? word? Vemons. Vemons. That's the word I'm looking for. Vemonosity. <laughs> I do words good, me. Mm-hmm. That's why I do a podcast, you see. Wordsmith extraordinaire right here. <laughs> so yeah, I, I mean, in, ter- in, in, in terms of this, I think we've got to give it to Stalin. Lenin. Lenin. Don't give anything to Stalin. Look what he does. Fucking hell. <laughs> That'd be another comparison. Like, who was the worst person, Stalin or Hitler? I, I proposed. <laughs> be a surprisingly I, difficult. I, one I proposed a, uh, Rus- uh, a a Russian communist dictator face-off, and it was like, no, no, we're not touching that with a ten-foot <laughs> fucking pole. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I also think I'm going to come down. If we did that, I would come down very hard on saying Stalin was the absolute fucking worst. And I think history supports then, me. Yeah, history would support you, but then you're going on a recording podcast, which I'm doing right now, saying, yeah, Stalin was worse than Hitler. I was just saying that <laughs> Hitler was a better person than someone. Yeah. It's like, it's, yeah, it's a, how do you frame this? Yeah. yeah. And, and then yeah, where, like, does, where does Ivan the Terrible come into it? Well, quite. I mean... His name is Ivan the fucking Terrible. Yeah. I think you'll find in Russia, he's referred to as Ivan the Great. Well, yeah, that's very true. <laughs> I mean, I wanted to do a whole dictator, Which, like, like bracket face-off thing where you'd have, like, Pol Pot and all that lot in I there just, as well. I feel like it would be too sad. When I found out that's that's what they called it, it was actually in an art museum in Moscow. Did <laughs> like, Ivan build oh, the museum? Who's the statue of? Oh, it's Ivan the Great. Ivan the mean, what? <laughs> Ivan the Great. Ivan the who? Um, okay. I, I won't that's, tell you how I know that's him. That's not how I know him. Moving on. But, you know, maybe it was a kind of, like, Oh, he's fucking murdering everybody. We should be nice to him. Was it that kind of thing? Uh, no, it's because uh, <laughs> they just thought he was great. Ruler. Oh yeah, he did. He he did a lot. So, are we giving this? Are we giving this a ten eight? Yes, a ten eight because uh, it's a real life blood feud. Don't yeah, actually it's a, a real it's big a win. Genuine, for... rather than. So I'm gonna do the totting up now. And he wrote an angry letter. That <laughs> he did. He took the time out of his busy day when he was very ill to write an angry letter. People don't do that anymore. Maybe Lennon yes, was the first darling. Karen. How dare you shout at my wife over the phone call on such and such time? <laughs> I am very angry with you. My wife said you were very oh, rude. No. Oh no, the thing we thought wasn't <laughs> going to happen has happened. Lennon won. Lennon's won. What are the scores? 58 to 57. There you have it, folks. Lennon is a better human being than Kurt Angle. Thank you. Good night. Hey. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. What have ding, we ding, done? Ding, what ding, have ding, we wrought? <laughs> Look, we, we never promised wait, uh, okay, good wait, 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 impromptu last last round to try and save the... the... <laughs> who does the better ankle lock? No, who'd win in a fight? Lennon was very sporty, though. He was very outdoorsy. But was he an Olympic-level gold medalist? Well, I mean, we don't know. He never got the chance. He was busy overthrowing yeah. governments. <laughs> okay, in terms of their career, Lennon had a better career, but Kurt Angle would win in a fight. <laughs> How many points does Angle need to win? <laughs> Okay, I think we can probably okay, agree. I, I think we'll leave the scores as is. Angle has a better ankle lock. We'll, we'll leave the scores as is, but we will we will put an asterisk on this with the note that Kurt Angle is a great human being and Lennon was not. Kurt Angle won the moral victory. Yeah, which is ultimately um, meaningless. Also, you could always have a rematch on your birthday, Nero. Yeah. Ah, oh, no, we were going to think of something else to do for my birthday. I'm not sure what. It depends yet. if you if you can think of things that will win win the back to Kurt. Number of marriages. <laughs> Lennon only had one wife. We're just grasping at straws. How can we make her angle win? Oh God! What? Uh, how many gold medals do they have? And uh, not as in military well, medals. Oh. You know what? If we did, if we hadn't have made that last round a ten eight and give it a ten nine, it'd have been a draw. <laughs> but it's still not great, really. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If you can't beat if you can't beat Vladimir Lenin in a completely meaningless podcast feud. What kind of human being are you? Well, you could always next time do um Kurt versus Stalin. Just start working. I was going to suggest Brock versus Stalin. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> Vince versus Stalin. Ooh. Vince McMahon versus Stalin. Mm. That is one that Stalin could win. I, th- 
<laughs> maybe, uh, maybe. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I mean, like, arguably, Vince is a shitty human being. Yeah, no, look, I'm sorry. When it comes to shitty human beings, Stalin is always going to win. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, the but did did, legs, did um, Stalin ever propose a storyline where he was the father of his daughter's baby? We don't know. And we're always going to have to come back and accept the fact that young Stalin was incredibly hot. And young Vince wasn't. Actually, no, young Vince was. He wasn't as hot as young Stalin. No, he wasn't, but he was kind of like, actually, handsome. I think the only person who'd come close to being as as hot as a young Joe Stalin would be a young Jason Momoa. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys, that's been a very, very weird episode of Protein Ramblings. And, uh, yeah, so if you're looking for a role model in life, Vladimir Lenin, people. (laughs) (laughs) Happy birthday, me. Yeah, happy birthday, Naomi. Happy your, birthday. Your birthday won over mine. You, Lenin wins. <laughs> Fatal. Does that mean you don't get a birthday? Lenin this year? wins. <laughs> Lenin yeah, wins my birthday's birthdays. Ca- my birthday's cancelled. Now we just have to indefinitely. Uh, We're going to celebrate Lenin's life instead. <laughs> no, for my birthday, I get a Vladimir Lenin cake in the bo- a cake or in the bust of Vladimir. A, a, a miniature bust that you have to place somewhere, either around the house or somewhere around the city of Amsterdam. <laughs> Oh, that, that's such a great idea. If we can find a bust of Vladimir Lenin and just leave it somewhere in Amsterdam and see if it just stays there, see if anyone just thinks it's a genuine monument. Well, that's, uh, so that's what we're going to do for your birthday. Yeah, we're going to buy a bust of Vladimir Lenin and find somewhere in Amsterdam to place it and then just leave it there and see how long it stays. It's a date. <laughs> Yay! So, yeah, guys, I uh, hope you've enjoyed seeing that video. <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed this episode as weird and random as it has been. Um, it's been fun Hello to record. <laughs> uh, and I'm not sure what we're going to be back with next week because we've not recorded that far. And if I actually know, yes, I do. We're back with part two of our Jason the Wheel Warriors watch through with Mark, where we'll be doing episode six to ten of Jason the Wheel Warriors. So, so look forward to more Ring of Light MacGuffin action. Sounds like a good time. Yes, it does. And just a quick note, I've also done some updates to the website. So if you want to find out more about our episodes and the team and everything about the show, do check out proteinramblings.com. And uh, you can also contact any of us, myself, Naomi or Bungle at the team at proteinramblings.com. And uh, until we are back next week, we shall love you and leave you. Everybody in the COVID world out there, stay safe, look after everybody, and uh, hope you get vaccinated soon. Yeah, stay safe. Love you guys. And there you go. Bye.